gotta be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. Are you delusional? Do, are, do you suffer from a mental illness? You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. And once again, asking for your financial support. You're incapable of running this shit. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things. You put the fucking camera in the place. Oh, who the fuck are you? I'm a guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. I see back your fucking drum set! You turned his dumb to bag of hammers. You climb up, you look like old people fuck! You know that private pile? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know shit about Never Satisfied. I've been there one time, man. I own my own studio. It's, it's, a, it's a, a group of great people all working together to do things. There's yeah. sometimes things like are a little confusing as to how things work. And whatnot. That's what I'm saying. We can have Between a people? Or do I need to be close to this mic? Between, It'll be good uh, well. Between like, the communication, between uh, what like maybe the idea is and what's getting done, Yeah. it's just... Maybe it's me, you know? It doesn't so, seem like it from the outside. It seems like shit's popping I off mean, over no, there. It, it, it is, but within anything where things are going well, things are going to be like just a little, you know, yeah. like, why is that? Okay, I guess. Cool. You is know? it a circumstance of, like, there's no leader or there's no, no one there's, there's, leading the pack? There's, or? there's definitely a leader. There's definitely a leader. It's, it's the thing of, like, say like this. If you have a leader that has the best intentions ever, but everyone underneath that leader has their own intentions okay. and their own prerogatives. Yeah. And they're trying to make things happen. Yeah. It's like the communication is lack to like maybe get everything on board. But there's that doesn't mean that things aren't working. That don't mean that moves aren't being made. That don't mean that people aren't happy. But it's just, I don't know. I, my involvement with them has been a lot and a little bit at the same time now. Because I was very way way more heavily involved in being there with, you know, the different projects and things that were I was working on and trying to do and then just kinda got a little different for me and I I focused not necessarily on not necessarily working there or working here or whatever, but I focused on what I was doing. Sure. And just kinda stopped letting the other stuff affect me. So I was just like, all right, man, well, if I'm not on paper paperwork, I guess I'm just going to do my thing. And why not? Yeah, we're going to make moves and stuff, which is why I actually wanted to bring homie today and talk about what we've been doing and awesome. what's been going on and stuff. How would we like to introduce you? Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. My name's Mercy. I own Trillico Studios. Yes. I make music. Right on. Yeah. What's up, everybody? We're already rolling, guys. I'm yeah. recording, yeah. so oh, yeah. we're, we're already live. It's what's up. What's up with that? Got Might as well. What's up? Yeah, yeah what's up? Mercy. Mercy. Yeah. How y'all doing, guys? Good, man. Yeah, man. How are you good doing? Day. Doing good. Thanks for coming. Yeah. I'm about rained nice out the last couple of days. No Dallas, joke, man. man. It's we been flooding like a motherfucker. Yeah. Liquid death in this bitch. Yeah, about to right. die. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll do whatever we want, guys. Beach. <laughs> yeah, so, man, uh, I kind of just found out about Midas uh, actually through uh, the rodeo podcast. Okay, cool. I saw you on there. Yeah. Start Dude's checking a good out. dude, man. Seems like, like a good show, man. I I, I like it, man. It's enjoyable to watch, and the people that he's getting to come through are just like very unique and yeah. cool in the way he does it. I just I appreciate somebody like even what you guys are doing. I appreciate people that take initiative to get things put together to make something, you know, because it's like might not be a platform, but it's gonna be a platform. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. The first person that started the first damn podcast, like 
you got to just make it happen and you exactly. got to make the moves and stuff. So y'all are creating a whole ass platform yeah. for local artists, bigger artists, whoever y'all end up coming in. That's commendable. That's you know the reason saying? we started it, really. Even a stamp you know? on the industry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I fuck with y'all. I appreciate that, man. That's kind of the whole reason we started it was because we, we know so many people and felt like there's nowhere to just kind of gather everybody, you know, and no, kind, of, kind of give them a, a chance to speak or say what they want to say or yeah, stand on their own. Talk about something that maybe everybody else is not talking about or yeah. like bring some light to some weird situation. Like Brexit. Like Brexit. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, yeah. Okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go hard left on that one, I guess. Input mercy. <laughs> hey, but but as far as Midas's music, man, it's 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 a touch of, in my opinion, of some pop, some R and B. If you were to mix like The Weeknd and Post Malone and just kind of mix them up, you get that vibe. Both I think. millionaires, I appreciate. Yeah, that. right, right. <laughs> Good, luck. Good luck. No, I think so. I, I saw some of your influences were through gospel. Some Macy Gray, Stevie Wonder. Bro, that's crazy. You read the bio thing. Um, thing that's tucked away on the actually. To. No, I'm just appreciate to, you doing that. I gotta do research. research on stuff. Some uh, Michael Bublé. Like, yes, dude. It's, so it's funny you bring up Macy Gray because when we're in the studio making music, we're making a beat or whatever, and he's yeah. thinking about, you know, going on a track. He always thinks of the song in a Macy Gray verse, in a Macy Gray voice no, first. Right, yeah. Oh, like a mumble track? Yeah, but like, yeah. kind of like that, but it's, it's like, it's so Macy real Gray. that you brought that up on, yeah. on, on this because like, I literally do love Macy Gray so much. Hell yeah. And people think that it's like a joke, but I'm fucking serious. She's like, hard. As soon as the song starts, as soon as shit's going, I, 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 I can't hear yeah. my baby. Have him back, baby. I need yeah. you. Like, I hear Macy Gray, and then I hear Kevin Gates, and then whatever else we write afterwards. Those are the two voices I hear on every song. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Macy Gray lives in his head rent free. Mm-hmm. It's not a, sure. It's not a bad voice to be it's in your really head, though. not, bro. She's yeah. got that kind of raspy. Macy, if you somehow see this, I love you, baby. I holler at your boy. <laughs> So how did you get into like influence with gospel and stuff? You mean the church a lot? Yeah, started out my my music career or my my the first introduction to music. My mom sang in choir, so she sang when I was in her belly, and then I came out. Oh yeah. Grew up Catholic. My parents both sang in the church choir and whatnot. My mom ended up becoming the director of the choir. All right. But uh, I just always had a church influence, and then when I got old enough, I started going to different churches with my friends from baseball or like whatever it was I met. Yeah. Like, oh, go here, go here started to enjoy that a lot and I fell into the position of being a worship leader and oh, okay. we you know like I, I just tell people all the time so and so doesn't show up on Thursday I guess on Thursday I'm playing bass this week you know or so and so had to go to the bathroom during altar call and I'm I'm not even gonna lie I had to get in that that uh, drum cage and when you play in church bigger church stuff they have like a drum cage it's like a big plexiglass yeah, room it's yeah. like a shield right Seen that. so it's just enough to save your insecurity and let Jesus take the wheel <laughs> or whatever but I'm not gonna lie the majority of times that I ever had to hop in there and do anything like that it was Boats and hoes. Yeah, that's it. It just keep me on beat, you know? And so yeah. it's kind of funny. It's just a little side of the story. But I grew up in church, and church allowed me to learn so many instruments and to learn so oh, much yeah. about the music, like, quality of things, like singing and letting yourself go and letting yourself become passionate in something and free flow. So that really, you know, launched me as a, a career-style musician. Like, I didn't ever think that... You know, I did, like, snow cones when I was young, and then I sold, I, I built scaffolding and sold gold coins. I was just like, 
pretty cool. I could do any of that and like make a living and yeah. you know be cool with my life and whatnot. And then like when I worked at the Gold and Silver Coin place, they started pushing me to go do music. They were like, Oh no like, shit! Like you're good. Like you're good at selling shit, but like go sell you, man. Yeah. Like come on, like. Tired of you singing in the bathroom. Like, yeah. We can hear you. you know, we on the phone trying to work. I'm in there, baby, this is a golden night. Like, trying to. Yeah. They're uh, mad at you because you got a tune in your heart. Oh, right. Like, they, at the, even at the sales company, they called me Adam Lambert because I had, uh, I had like, a little piece of blonde in my hair. I yeah. guess I had this little, when I got, I don't know. I just, I was, I had frosted tips for, like, three months. And it's just, it, it didn't work out. You I know? dye my shit, too. It's all good. No, yeah, but, yeah. like, back in the day, bro, it was, like, you were immediately connected to, like, a boy band. You oh, had yeah. The, you know, just the tips. Yeah, the frost, yeah it was just a different. I was playing with myself, man. <laughs> Not, like, playing with myself, but you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah just playing myself is what I should have said. Yeah. Damn. So I recently Damn. saw your, your newest album, Golden Rule. That came out with, like, 2019, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's I really like the track Senseless on there. It reminded me of Michael Jackson, the kind of the, the kind of beat, the break beats he got on there, and then in the vocals. It's some real MJ vibes on that. My favorite song from the album. And I gotta ask though, is the voicemail in it real? Yes. Is that real? Yeah. What's the story? If you got it, let's play it. Because this sounds like some chick is mad as fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out Charlotte. Shout out Charlotte. What up, Charlotte? <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's my ex. She held me down like for a long time, man. We were we were cool and uh hang on, sorry. Until you were. Hey, I'm literally doing a podcast right now. <laughs> say say hi to the people. Say hi to the people. Hi to the people. What's up? What's up? This this my homie this is my homie Brandon. He's a a new artist that's working and building his career up. Y'all gonna see him, but y'all ain't gonna know him when y'all see him. I'm not gonna give y'all too much about what's going on. Right, we got a, we got a project we're working on. I'll holler at you later, Brandon. Hell yeah. All right, brother. That's also something I wanted to talk to you about tonight. We'll get on the album here in a second, but like I just, I started uh, developing a like artist development situation. Yeah, tell me about it. I got three or four little clients that I've been talking to about this and that. Always, Mercy? always stayed. No, 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 no. That's why he's involved and he's here, though. Oh, okay, okay. Always stayed involved with trying to be like, yeah, you need me to write something, this and that. And all of a sudden, I was just like, man, I need to put a package together, put it in front of people, let yeah. them decide, stop small talk. And I did that. And two people that I was wanting to work with, one of which was brought to me by my boy Harpoon. Shout out Harpoon Season. That's the that's the artist that never satisfied with the neon stuff you seen. Okay, seeing. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Harpoon reached out to this guy and then a lot, a lot, a lot of came back together and we put together a whole package and we started rolling out stuff and, and working and that's what led me to between Never Satisfied Studios and Trillico Studios, yeah. anybody trying to work and get a song done, we can get it. It don't matter if it's like, oh, I don't have nothing or I have a little bit or I have something. Between my boy Mercy and my boy Dialogue at the two different studios, there ain't nobody can touch what we're doing in Dallas right now. Oh, so, yeah. like, anybody that needs any type of work done musically or uh, even, like, sync stuff or you're trying to get some structuring maybe, maybe you don't need me to help you sing or rap or whatever the fuck, like, or just writing, like, anything you need musically. If you hit this man up or you hit me up, we're going to be on top of it and get it done. Quick. Yo, a lot of y'all need some structure, too, honestly. Mm -hmm. Y'all just be making some bullshit songs. Ain't no substance in words. I'm just, just saying, say like, it, the, the lack of structure in songs, dude, is just... I'm I'm all for a vibe and going and creating something for and sure. whatnot, but do you want to go get the big bag? Right. You want to make a real song? Why not? Let's get a big bag yeah. so we can put all, all the little bag stuff aside, and you can put more time towards your little bag stuff. Yeah, you man. You know, like the big bag will pay for the little bag stuff, you know? So you're, you're running a studio? Yeah. 
Yeah, I own a recording studio, Trillico Studios in Oak Cliff. Oh, Oak Cliff. O a k c l i f. Yeah, yeah, man. I've I've lived in Dallas my whole life, man. And I've always done music, and uh, recently, you know, now I'm doing it completely full time. You know, yeah. juggling other full-time. other side jobs and stuff while having the studio. So but, quit your job and just doing that full time now, booking people yeah. in and all, all day. Premier bartender at a five star like spot. Oh, making some money. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. no, nah, for sure. I, I definitely am good at what I do if I do it. You right. Know what I mean, so. I feel that. Yeah, it was tough to uh, let some of that quick money go, man. But you know, it's all worth it. Yeah. Yeah, for that bigger dream, right? The longevity yeah. that yeah. he's building yeah. right now, bro. The, I'm telling you, the stuff that this dude can do. I've worked with. Producer, 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 all kind of different level, different vibes, different styles and stuff. Yeah. There's two people that I can work with no matter what and get shit done, like instantly. This man, my boy Dialogue, and I'm not going to lie, my boy Colin Jacobson in, uh, in Austin, he's cold as hell too. I, I act like he's not like on the same thing. Me and Colin are like a homie friendship level that we get to create and vibe together the same way. But functioning studios and in town type yeah. shit. These dudes are untouchable, man. Like the music, you have that, to have those people in your corner. I'm telling man. you, I'm you telling you, bro. And like, it's walkout. You walk in and you're like, I don't know. And you walk out and you're like, I don't know, motherfucker. I'm yeah, a right. <laughs> like, it's you different attitude. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's the type of thing where you can bring an artist in or someone that maybe isn't an artist yet, someone that that aspires, right? Right. Come work with us and come see the process and what we got going on. Like I said, either way, Trilly Co. Never satisfied. It don't matter. You're going to walk out more inspired to push and to do your shit because it's like putting you on that next level. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's important to me and it's important, I feel like, for every artist to hit that progressive point for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, like I said earlier, I was talking about being like healthily selfish. Take your time, man. Spend that little bit of money on yourself to go to the studio studio. Yeah. Spend that little buck for that one song and get yourself yeah. excited because then you're going to spend the bucks on the other song at that level. Exactly. It takes a little bit of money to make money. You got to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's there's nothing wrong with self-recording or recording at your house or recording at your own shit or your homeboys and shit. There's nothing wrong with that. So we all started there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But if there's a next tier and a next level. I'm calling you as an artist to step up to that next level. So y'all heard the man. man. See what's up? Yeah, man. y'all holler at him. Definitely. Push Radio Monday 6 to 8 and you stream it online at knowin.com slash now. So what's the studio vibe like for y'all? I mean, uh, tell me, like, what's the atmosphere like in there? It, I mean, shit. I mean, is it just real chill? Are y'all in yeah. there, like, it's, it's really what smoking energy, blunts? Like, me, it's what energy you bring in. We're right? going to maximize it. If you're coming in kind of timid, we might turn you up a little bit. We might, or you want to be on some chill shit, we're going to be relaxed and be chill. Let you do your thing. And figure out what your thing is because yeah. it's really about letting the artist create their thing and just mm-hmm. guiding i don't need to just do it i don't need to just do it for you or then make it's your, you then it's your project it. yeah 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 exactly yeah, exactly now i don't mind it being our project especially if me and you want to work mm-hmm. and you haven't done something yet it is our project because i'm gonna help you get excited about our project but from our project you're gonna stem the creativity for your project for sure you know what i'm saying how do you find it do you find it challenging to kind of push those people that aren't that come in kind of unmotivated and then to, is, it, is it challenging to find that spark in them sometimes sometimes 
but most of the time, you know, people are paying good money to come to the studio. So they come, cor- they come you know, correct. Like, you know, if you're going to the studio, you're paying $60, $70, an hour. I mean, if you come and don't want to do anything, I mean, you still have to pay me. Right, right. You know, like, that money's still out of your pocket. The clock's so. still ticking. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... I would definitely recommend coming prepared or at least having an idea of what you want to do when you come to the studio as opposed to just coming there and hanging out because you are paying to hang out for sure. Basically at that point. Yeah. yeah. See, I mean, the way that we work together is he's in the cut and chill like that because, mm-hmm. I mean, CEOs don't got to – the business is still the business. I'm drill sergeant. Right. I'm the one that's like, let's go. No, this. Say it. Don't cut the music. Say it. If you No, no, just say it. If you want to get with, okay, if you, I'll go through yeah. that shit, bro, and I will cut down on somebody until they get their little line, they can get it, then bring the music back. Nine times out of ten, oh, it's man. on beat, yeah. it's there, and they hit, and then they're like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah, I told you, motherfucker. Like, yeah, you need yeah. to be in artist development. That's what, that's what we're trying to do. I didn't, I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't think that it was <laughs> going to be something I was going to be so passionate about yeah. and like so excited, but. It's the only place in the world you get paid to yell at people. <laughs> Unless you're an actual drill sergeant. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. I'm not going to do all the jumping jacks and shit, man. But That's close cool. enough. Yeah. I dig that, man. What's your thoughts on like a, a multi-genre artist? Some Someone like, a, yeah, he gets a lot of hate, but MGK seems to like okay. bounce in and out of genres. What, what's your thought on that? Because it seems like more and more artists these days are unboxing themselves yeah, he's a playboy he can do that now yeah. like he he did his thing uh and set up his career to where he could kind of do that now but specifically mgk i don't know if the whole eminem thing had something to do with him wearing all the pink and going that route now and whatnot but i mean shit you know maybe that pink blush will cover up the bruises <laughs> that, that uh shady left on him like he kind of went in but uh like another artist that i mean obviously post malone yeah. and shit He's stuck to his his cut, doing his thing, and he's meshed in his twang and his things into Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But I do respect that he takes time out of his personal life. For, like I was talking about, the big bag and little bags. Mm-hmm. He covers Bob Dylan. You know, he covers he covers songs that he likes and loves and shit. Mm-hmm. I have so much respect for an artist that does that. You Absolutely, know what I'm saying? Man. Especially like when it's something that they're passionate about and they want the people to have that as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it all kind of comes back to that word we keep saying is artist, mm-hmm. right? You know, you may have one specific style that you're really good at, but as an artist, you know, it may not be f- as fulfilling to do just that one style over and over again. You have to kind of experiment and try yeah, yeah. things to really broaden your horizons and grow as an artist. For sure. Yeah, when I when I started playing guitar, I started playing blues, and then it switched to metal, and then it went to playing session artists like rap for rappers and right. shit. And it's because you got different yeah. feelings from them or because it was just like a progressional thing? It's a progressional thing. Okay. You know, it, yeah. it just like I went from – playing blues by myself to joining a metal band and then it, then the metal band fell out then i went to just doing session work for rappers and then yeah. now i'm following getting back into the metal thing a little bit but yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I, I think rock music's coming back really hard right real now. hard it's I'm having not, a, i'm not gonna lie yeah. even even my solo music the stuff the golden rule songs yeah. when i play them now i have a, a rock group that backs me up oh hell yeah. yeah so i have uh two different groups that i play with shout out poopy sanchez and austin shout out uh colin jacobson and austin me and Colin wrote an album together that isn't released, but we play it for my live set when That's I play cool. with those guys. And oh, then yeah. uh, Jamie Abshire, my boy Cole, and uh, 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 Bo King back in Beaumont, Port Arthur area, where I'm my hometown, hometown. All those guys are different from different worship leading bands and church bands and stuff. From back cool, in the day, yeah. they play with me when I play in like the Houston area and shit. So right on. 
if you see me anywhere in Texas, you're probably going to catch a different set. Real shit. Different cities, I have different people back me. That's cool as hell. I haven't heard anybody yeah, doing that bro. like that, man. Different bands and different spots. Yeah, That's man. interesting. Goes back to that artistry. Right? Different things, yeah. yeah. That's and it's, it's like throwing different looks at people. Like, I'm, it's not like one group of my guys is better than the other group of guys. They're just different. And it's fun for me to be able to be like, all right, this has this whole different vibe and persona. Like in Austin, we have a show coming up uh, August 10th with uh, Dropout Kings and um, Notions and a few other bands. Like I've uh, hurt people, hurt people, I think, or something. Like there's a yeah, couple yeah. different bands. Yeah, I really apologize right now. I'm, maybe we'll pass any of the flyer. We can post sure. it in the yeah. thing or something. But August 10th, we have Austin. I'm doing it with that group. And that's it's a trap metal tour. So it's going to be heavy rock and like trap vocals type stuff. But yeah. I'm going to slip my arm being there with a little heavy guitar. Oh, man. We need to talk later because I've been doing a lot of trap metal lately. Yeah. that's yeah. A, I think yeah. it's coming. I think it's coming. And like it's not that it wasn't a thing before. You know, I got like the Jay-Z Linkin Park collision course. That wasn't, that wasn't really metal, though. That, right. was, that was just a collab. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But that, that flavor back in the day, I've mm. always had that taste in my mouth of being like, man. Oh, I, I like, think we all have since then, think, right? I think someone needs to really go that route. Like everyone, like no one's been able to really do the rap rock thing right, right. or the rap metal thing right. And that was the closest it got, really. Hollywood Undead. Right, right. But, 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 Dude, but, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Hollywood Undead sucks ass. Oh, they're trying. I mean, they, they have a couple good songs. Like, I'm going to say, like, maybe, maybe we, we all wear I mean, different they, masks they for a reason. Probably uh, <laughs> really great guys. We don't know what they're going through. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're all wearing masks for a reason, right? I, I, I don't fuck with them, really, man. They, they've, they've had, like... Two or three songs that have been on my radar, but do you, do you know like I mean, since this I, is like a free for all, we just talk about anything, right? Absolutely. Okay, so with Hollywood Undead, some of the songs super dope, like cool video game soundtracks or like cool wrestling soundtracks, yeah, right? something like that, right? But when I think of bands like that, I think. I'm not going to knock or talk shit on them because that's probably one of those groups where every one of their homeboys was just like, no, you're playing the triangle. Like, you're <laughs> Timothy, you're coming with us. Like, you have yeah. to, dude. You have the van. Like, yeah. you're, like you're, you know what I'm saying? So everybody, it's a bigger group, right? They have like... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they have, and That's a good just, way to think about it, though. And you don't have to fucking have anybody there mm -hmm. with you. Everybody wears a mask. So you could be like, all right, your brother's going to have to tour with us. It could have been anybody, now. Yeah. Like, Genius, mm -hmm. genius, losers, genius. No, I'm kidding. Not losers. Y'all are cool as fuck for hey, whatever it is that y'all. Whether we listen or not, I mean, y'all still did it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's yeah. what I say. I'll never yeah. knock the hustle, but I will make fun of you a little bit because I'm petty, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you if, on the topic of image is image important as an artist, or do you think the music will carry them through their journey? People in general or uh, Hollywood Undead? Artists in general. <laughs> okay, I was like, I don't want to talk too much on Hollywood. No, uh, just artists in general. Is their image important? Like, as far very, as, like, like, you've obviously got an image. Very, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I feel, like, grungy, but, like, I've, since I told you I've done, like, the country genre and then the metal stuff in Houston, pop yeah. R&B and all, I just, like, look like all the shit that I've, <laughs> I don't know, man. You catch me in a different outfit every day on some weird shit. No, it fits you well, though. It fits I, your music. And that's what I'm talking it. about. You have an image. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think that uh, if someone doesn't have, like, some type of natural whatever the fuck that is, we call it swagger or it's some or juice or whatever you want to call it and yeah. stuff, it's important to find and have to create that. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm blessed that I'm such a goofball and, like, off the wall with shit that my shit just kind of rolls with it and yeah. it fits out, but... Very important to have imaging. And past imaging is really just branding. Because, like, image is the way you look and whatnot. But your brand, your brand is your image, you, and everything combined. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, top tier, 
yeah, image and a brand. Brand is the word we want to look for with stuff. I think it's very important to brand yourself, brand yourself early and rock with it. Not saying you can't change shit, but you get somebody to see your name 600 times this way. Yeah. Really hard for them to read it different the 601st, you know what I I'm agree. saying? I so, agree. That's kind of something good and kind of decide on it and rock with it. Yeah. Stay true. Well, that's something that's back to what we were talking about, all the artists like genre bending. You know, they they have to box out eventually. Absolutely. Because you know, yeah. they get stuck in that, that mold, I guess. Mm-hmm. For sure. So how about a, you just did So What Fest. Yes. How'd that come about? What, how would it go? Did you have a good set? Uh, I had a great set. It was really fun. Uh, Mike Zemer, Orlando. and hey, uh, shout out Kendrick. Mike. I've been yeah. hitting you up on Instagram. Come on my show. Holler at me. Yeah, Mike, holler at the homie. Mike just had a birthday. Happy birthday, yeah. Mike. Uh, like, yeah, this last couple of days. Uh, but that, those dudes, Third String has put together so much stuff over the years. Absolutely. And like, I, was, I even said this on his thing for his birthday. Like, Mike alone, like, obviously with his team. When I say Mike, I'm talking Third String. I'm talking Orlando. I'm talking Kendrick. I'm talking about all the people that put things together. Yeah. Um, it's just like since I was in a metal band, Mike's been booking us, and you know what I'm saying. And you don't have to fucking do Dude, that. When I was in the metal band, he was booking all right. the all the homies. He's like been holding it together. Yeah. We were we were out in something, and they were just like, uh, he didn't do anything until so what? Blah, blah, blah. And my homegirl was with us, and she was just like, nah, like He's been I, out I, here. I wasn't there for that conversation. I walked up on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, like y'all aren't around. Maybe y'all are little kids. You know, like this man's been doing this yeah. shit. Like the Dallas scene, especially Deep Bellum getting stuff booked. It's been them. Yeah. You know, like, they really do do what they do. So, like, tap, tip the hat and, like, really show your respect towards shit. You can say whatever you want at the end of the day about promoters and get butt hurt because this didn't happen for you or whatever the hell. I was blessed and lucky to be a part of So What. Oh, yeah. I was 100%. Like, I went to work for them dudes. I sold them tickets, you know. Like, it's it's time to get it when you get an opportunity like that. So, Fuck yeah, it is. Again, appreciate you. So What was a great, was a great uh, experience in general just because of not only for, like, your uh, – what do you call that? Your your like resume type shit. Yeah. But just getting to be somewhere with all the different energy they brought together with the different artists and oh, shit, I bet. and then like seeing people that were like, "I'll never go to shows anymore. I'm too old." And then seeing them out there with a the fucking Daisy Dukes and a crop top and yeah, some yeah. man. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. doing? Man? He's like, oh, I'm so up, baby. Hey, crop tops are coming back hey, hard lately. Crop tops and crop tops. That's all yeah. Right. But. Uh, no, nah, man, I just, I really appreciate all those guys and, like, getting to work with them ever is awesome. This The shows that we're doing, I'm talking about for yeah. Dropout Kings, that's Third String. Oh, cool. Yes, that's, that's um, uh, Orlando's actually heading those up and booking those, but. Nice. Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. Uh, did you play with a live band on that? For So What? Yeah. Yeah, I played with my boy Poopy and my boy Colin. Awesome. That's Poopy, but it is his name. He is. <laughs> that, that dude was in a band back in the day. You ever, you ever heard of Thumbscrew? No, I hadn't. Check them out, man. Old from school, here? like way back when Chiotos was popping and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. They're, they're from Texas, but they're, they're old school. And like Poopy's been my drummer for like, motherfucker, what? We going on like eight years now? We've only played like probably like five or six shows together because he's busy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, if dude, it's not big, big, me and Poop don't play. You know? Every drummer is busy as fuck. Yeah. They're, he, they're in multiple bands. He he cashes out, man. Yeah. He he's like the top wedding drummer in Austin, Texas. Really? Yes. Him him and his boy. Uh, so he's out there just uh, step brother in it, huh? I think, I think it's Hyper Rhythm, if I'm correct. Really? Is there is their group called? But it's a DJ that DJs for the weddings and hosts and whatnot, and then he plays and whatnot. But that's why anytime that he would, I wish he was gonna be playing with me on the tenth. I think I have a feeling for the tenth because he has a wedding that day. But uh, it's an experience for sure. Getting to fuck with those dudes, man. Poopy's a. Uh, a very very live individual. That's my boy. Like yeah. straight up, man. I don't know. He he brings a whole nother thing to the set because I've never had a drummer 
that you hear through the mains, he be talking shit in the snare mic, like, yeah! Like, yeah, doing my ad-libs and backups. That's cool. Trey Cool from Green Day does that shit, too. He's a beast, man. Poop's a beast. That's what's up. So tell me about Never Satisfied, man. Fill me in. Because I, I see, like, it, just from what I see from the outside, it looks like a collective of, like, a lot of people, content creators and just artists yeah. and stuff. And so, like, I see, like, 23 Cups, Lardy B, yes. you. Yes. Okay, so check. Long time ago. Lardy, y'all know Lardy B. You know Lardy. Shout out Lardy B. It's my girl. Uh, phenomenal artist that started off with some parody stuff. Got a lot of traction. Yeah. With that woman can sing. She can put bars together. She can rap. She can do all of it. She's a hustler and a go-getter. She booked a thing called Lardy Land a few years back. Were y'all familiar with that? No, I didn't hear that. She threw a festival and she got, uh, I don't know if y'all know Nico Savvy. Mm-hmm. Nico, uh, me, the Fagadelics, uh, Ashes. Y'all familiar with Ashes? No, I haven't heard Ashes. Got to tap you on my boy too. Shout yeah. out Ashes. Ashes got some sick music. It's Ashes oh, with an X instead of an E. Okay. So on Instagram, it's Ashes, two Ashes. With the number two, X's instead of E's. He's shadow band, so you got to type the whole damn thing in to get to him. But my boy's music is hard as Y'all fuck. check him out. He does, he does trap metal slash hip-hop slash like old, like low-key, chill Sounds bop. Dope. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like Kid Rock, too. Yeah, that's oh, my yeah. boy. We actually got a song coming out on some shit about some shit like that. But Let me, uh, let me ask you real quick, because uh, you say you got a lot in the bank. What's, what's the deal with the hold-up? Because I noticed a lot of artists that sit on shit for a long okay. time. So, long story short, I had a little album that I did with this young kid out here that goes by Vex, the artist now, and he's like a rapper and shit, okay. but before he was a producer, me and my boy Dialogue did this whole album with it, and in yeah. 2020, we were supposed to drop that and move around with it. COVID happened, stunted everything. Before that, I had other That'll projects that had gotten pushed back before that project was supposed to release, so I ain't gonna lie, I just fell off the ball with stuff. So now I'm chock full. I got an album with Colin in Austin. I got an album with my boy Chase in San Antonio. I got... Extra, extra songs enough to put an album together with dialogue. Me and him are three or four deep yeah. into something. I don't know what we got going on, but... Got something going on. Music everywhere. I just did a song with 23. Did two songs with 23 at Trillico, actually, mm-hmm. last My week. Beats. Did a song with Ashes at Never Satisfied and at Trillico last week. So anybody trying to get that feature work, too, right now and the collab shit, hit me up. Because this is the time we are willing and dealing and staying in the studio damn near every day. Oh, uh, yeah. But uh, to get back to what we were getting at, like, Lardy... Uh, Lardy B through a, a concert called Lardy Land. She got Ashes, me, Nico, uh, 23 Cups, because 23 does her her hype and ad lib. They play and perform together. Okay. He'll be on stage with her and, yeah. and bring it up, bring her performance up. He's a great hype man. They're great together. I love him. Yeah. I love him. He's like Dallas's hype man, honestly. 2-3 is one of the most solid dudes, and I, I say this on camera too. I tell him every time I, we get into it and talk about some stuff, when I say get into it, I'm usually just being like, bro. The man can shoot his own videos, get the premise for the videos, get the, the skits worked out yeah. off top. Brilliant, brilliant provider for creativity and energy. Mm-hmm. Just I fuck with you, 2-3. That's, that's the boy, man. Yeah, he, shout he out 23 Cups, up, man. Y'all look him up. It's, He'd be somebody. I don't know if you got him on here. Hit him I'd up, love to have 23 on, man. I met him back. I'll message him in two for you. And oh, please. Up. Yeah, reach he's, out. He's, he's a solid side. We're actually tapping in tomorrow night at his studio, too. At yeah, Trillico. yeah. Two, three, Set it up, brother. I appreciate it. Um. But so she put this whole thing together, and the biggest artist I think on that was like Tay Money. Okay. This is a little bit before Tay was really bopping and popping, but yeah. she was already, you know what I'm saying? She was doing her thing. And so Lardy put this whole fucking thing together. We had a unicorn over there, he had a cotton candy machine. You could take a picture on a horse with a damn horn, like straight yeah. to earth. You know, Sounds tight. it was wild. It was wild. Tattoos, whatever the fuck you wanted to do. It was a whole thing they did at Southside Ballroom. Radio Raheem and Never Satisfied was there 
I guess radio was checking out Lardy and whatnot, and okay. what, and that's kind of the, how the intro happened with her and him. And then Lardy's producer is Dialogue. Dialogue's my producer for Golden Rule. Me and Dialogue been locked in and working together forever. Same thing with me and Lardy from that. So she is the reason that I'm even affiliated to Never Satisfied. Oh, okay. Never Satisfied sought her out. Yeah. And Dialogue went with her to Never Satisfied. And that chose for me to instantly be like, well, I'm going where my boy goes. So yeah. I started fucking around and felt more than welcome and invited there and we worked throughout the years, did a couple of things here and there. So I'm involved and sprinkled in this or sprinkled in that. But really, as a whole, Never Satisfied is their own entity that's really, really doing different things. They got a lot of stuff working in, and I, I can't talk too much about what they got going on. But they're definitely making big moves, man. I think so, they, too, They man. do a lot for the city when it yeah. comes to um, bigger artists that aren't quite there bigger yet. Like these, uh, the, the hubs that they do, I don't, they do them at Bistro 808. Shout out Bistro 808 for Radio Raheem's uh, restaurant sick sick seafood bro if you're trying to get like a cajun spin like on oh, some yeah. thing, oh man be straight away we got to talk about that That's, definitely yeah, yeah. one of the brunch events or something like that i'll have to hit you up and come out but sounds good uh, they'll do the hub over there and what the hub is is they got a uh, hollywood Bay Bay that does the radio station stuff he will come out and basically host these events that promote these artists like say for example when uh key glock came through key glocks key glock he's still big i was there Dolph, yeah, you were at that event. That's before me and Mercy really had connected with each other. Right. Uh, Dolph came, you know, was support for Key Glock, but that event was about Key, so they made it about Key. And they, they you know, they, they really heightened that specific artist. Yeah, and they yeah. do these, these events led to get their plays out, their new release out, whatever they're doing. It's just a big, it's a big deal, honestly, for... There's not really people in Dallas doing stuff like that. No, not really. So that's that's why I consider radio a gatekeeper big time with the things. And when I say radio, I'm talking Radio Raheem. I don't know if Radio's World on Instagram. Yeah, no, I know it. Follow him, yeah. He really does, you know, uh, what would we say, like cultivate, you know, opportunity for a lot of different people. Absolutely. So that's, that's you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, anybody that want to work with Never Satisfied or be involved with them, you, you make yourself useful and you show up. It's consistency. I've lacked consistency at certain times of my life, so I've had to go my own path to do, you know, things here and there. But all in all, good company and solid, solid vibes, you know. Yeah, no, I, I love the the work. The, it seems like y'all are really on a path of doing some shit, you know. I mean, bro, you got to think. They got Harpoon. Harpoon is one of the most amazing neon paint, like, artists in general. Like, the stuff that he paints comes to life. They use neon paint and these uh, projector systems where they kind of will outline what the painting is and then maybe make it have an action. You know, if it's like a woman with a tomahawk, yeah, yeah, okay. the, the light laser will make it look like she... Wild stuff. Harpoon's wild. Brandon Banks, B-Banks, the Oracle. Another producer up there, just as just as hard as Dialogue is, uh, Brandon Crabtree, just as just as hard when it comes to like making stuff. And his, his album for the streets, too, just dropped. I mean, that's another one to check out. B-Banks, man. That dude... He's a mixture between like Fergie, Jesus, and Future, like mixed together. You know what I'm saying? Like he's on some R&B shit right now, but that yeah. man's got bars and he's got melody all day, bro. That's just, I can't say enough about the people that work through that building, honestly. Ugh, I don't like bubbly water. Anyway, another liquid death ad right here. Um, the black one's sparkling water. The white one's regular. That's my favorite. That's where it's at. This mango one's new. They're just putting all the flavors out now. Uh, skateboarder owned company we're supporting everything skater owned what's up with that y'all check it out right on right on um i'm gonna bring it into our uh, little segment we have on here okay it's called hit or shit i'm right. basically just gonna say a couple things you tell me if it's a hit or if it's shit all right it's pretty simple right yeah all right how about lawn flamingos 
You know, like the pink flamingos that people put in their lawns. That hit or shit? I'll go hit circumstantially. That's a hit. That's a hit for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking? I'm okay with lawn flamingos. Yeah. Like, lawn, no lawn flamingos, where that. you like put them in someone's yard, and then you got to go put them in somebody else's yard type shit. Are you talking about decorating with them? And I don't know what you're talking flamingo. about. I'm talking about just the pink flamingos. Just having lawn flamingos. I'm I'm here for it. What yeah. we yeah. used what we used to do, which was like fucked up, but it was like a church uh, a fundraiser type thing. We had these. They you know the whirly birds. They're kind of like the oh, lawn okay. flamingos, the little yeah, skinny yeah. little flowers. Yeah. We would go put those in people's yards, and then they could send us a donation for us to come pick them up, <laughs> like straight up. Wow. Like, All right. That's a hustle. Well, I mean, you, creativity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, you'll be watching in church, and they'd be seeing you in that back row, and it's like, ah, oh, he didn't tie. They'd be like, mm, he getting whirly birded this week. Yeah, he getting whirly birded. No, just little, little cute things like that that they used to do at church that, you know, it's kind of funny if you think about it now. Yeah. It's like, damn, forcing the hand, forcing the hand. No kidding. <laughs> All right, so how about TikTok? I got a TikTok. I haven't posted anything on it. I say it's a hit because a lot of my friends have their shit off of TikTok and let them let them do their thing, and I support it. I say shit. I hate TikTok. I'm with know. you, man. I'm with you. <laughs> I hate it, man. It's just I don't get on it. So I don't hate it. I've got know, one. Too. Right? I've it's got just... one for the show, and like I post clips on there, but I just do the Joe Rogan post and ghost. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm not on it, man. I mean, trust me. I've spent hours scrolling through there on accident. It'll happen quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like I don't know. I feel like. That's a whole nother different conversation. The whole social media <laughs> uh, degeneration of. Our I will. I will say this: but. it does not feel cool. I'm 32. It does not feel cool to feel like I'm behind on a social media. I feel the same way, that dude. What? Yeah, I get on there and I'm like, man, this is just moving at a very fast pace. Like, what happened to Vine? <laughs> like, what happened? It came like, and gone. Just as yeah, but like yeah. Vine was cool. I was working there. I like. Well, what I happened to life it. before social media? What are you talking about? For real, though. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. I mean, <laughs> For real. Oh, you talking about Halo 2? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Shotties only, bro. Yeah. I fucked with some Halo, though. Yeah. Nah, old, I mean, old school LAN parties. I actually work uh, with this other thing. There's a video game that I get to work on now with this dude, Ty Thomas. In no Dallas, that uh, With the music side yeah. of all that, one of the guys that worked on Halo, his name's Noah something or another, but uh, he works in the thing, so I was just like... What are you talking about? No, Halo. Like, you don't know Halo, old yeah. man. Like, what are you talking about? And he was like, no. <laughs> like, he's like, that guy. I was like, what? Like, we're yeah. working on a thing together? It's a cool-ass game. It's called I don't know if we can shout that out because it's not like a release company yet. But, yeah. bro, it's hard as hell. I'm going to have to let you play it. I'm going to have to bleep that. I'm going to have to let you play it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sounds cool, man. Uh, I mean, social media is just a necessary evil, unfortunately. In the, in the Nowadays, in. yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially not, in the industry we're in, man. You have to have it, man, or else you're nobody. Yeah, they're like, who are you? It, it's you, yeah, you don't have any followers. It's yeah. really sad. Like when I hear, uh, not necessarily promoters, but most of the time it is like kind of like a promoter situation where someone's like uh, trying to book for a show, and I know two artists that are like really, really good, and I'm like, they would fit. This would be great. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, what is their following like? And I'm like, well, what? Okay, and I get that. I get that. So we go look at it, and it's like the same following as the other guy, but they booked mm -hmm. the other guy, and it's like, I know that they're good, though. What's yeah. the difference there? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, maybe this guy's got 10,000 followers, but you don't get any, any, any uh, I don't know, like m momentum, momentum. Yeah, you know okay. what I'm saying? I, I want to work with people that I work with alongside, so I always fight for my people. Anytime I get an opportunity, I'm definitely hitting my boy up and being like, come on. Well, yeah, that's what's going to make you excel. Us. You'll excel further. 
Yeah, I, I, I feel such, yeah. but it's, it's hard. Like I'm saying, like I feel like when someone like trying to bring a, a package to somebody and trying to sell them when they're just like, but this guy's got twenty thousand. I'm like, yeah, but twenty thousand, who, when, and where? It's not like twenty thousand people are in the city about to pull up to that show. You right, know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, dude. I mean, and even like for people behind the scenes, like I feel like for producers, it's not even necessarily as important. I was doing a deep dive one day. I was deep in the rabbit hole of Instagram. And I found uh, the producer that made Mac Miller's 2009, who made that beat. Mm. I found him on Instagram. He's got like 3,000 followers. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he's made, you know, one of the most beautiful intros and one of the most beautiful beats that I – in the last 20 years, in my opinion. You'll find that pretty commonplace with producers, man. They're not yeah. pretty popular people, and they're kind of hermit crabs and stick to themselves. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's necessary, but also, like, at the same time, like, music does speak for itself, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, your work your work shows. All right, so hit or shit, Kendrick Lamar's new album. Didn't listen to it yet. Hadn't heard it yet? I listened to the first three songs. I think I was on Mushrooms, and it was too much. <laughs> it's too right. much. I had to <laughs> I'll probably like it then. Honestly, yeah, right, right. it was, it was a lot. I mean, I it was it. a lot. I mean, like, man, I'm a big Good Kid, Mad City, Section 80. Me too. Kendrick fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I totally respect with where he is going with his music and the message he's sending. Sometimes it's just a lot. It's not easy listening by any means. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. All right. How about Liquid Death? Um, Love Liquid yeah, Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All day. Yeah. All day. All day. <laughs> all day long. For real. Dude, yeah. I don't I don't drink. Like um it's been a year and nine months. I just quit. I was just like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Get my shit straight and see what happens. Got after my bag and like now, you know, I'm sitting with different people. We've been doing podcasts and making things that needed to happen before it happened. But man, like I ain't gonna lie, when I went back to Austin for the first time, I was so happy that Liquid Death was at a couple of the bars. It was like yeah. a newer thing. The bars didn't have it yet, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So right around the time that I quit drinking, these things showed up and I was like, Yeah, Dude, tall boy. A lot of people say that Liquid Death got them out of drinking and shit. Yeah. It helped it helped me out. Because I was drinking um ginger beer. Ginger beer is non alcoholic, but it's mm. kinda like a root beer, you know? Like ginger beer and sprites. And I was so tired of the bartender looking at me like you want a non-alcoholic drink and a non-alcoholic drink together? And I'm like, yeah. So I don't drink alcohol. And they're like, yeah. what are you doing here? You know, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. My people's, you know? I got to stay stay with the Let's crowd and stay you, with my shit. So. Right. Liquid death all day. Oh, yeah. I, did you uh, have trouble coming into recovery like that? Was it was it a hard struggle for you? No. It was it was a blessing for me, honestly. It helped me do two birds at one stone. Mm-hmm. Figured out my little situation of the... I lived on 6th Street downtown in Austin for a oh, long shit. time. So yeah. every day someone was like, let's go. I can only imagine, mother, dude. You know how I many people can visit you on a lime scooter? Like, you yeah, right. You'd be so surprised, bro. Like, lime should have paid me. Right. Like, straight up. I should have damn near got one of them chargers and got paid to do all that shit. Some Leave it at the crib. All the time. Yeah, yeah. See your scooter here, bro. I'll charge it. And I That's say 6th cool. Street. I was on six, like six, six, six in Pedernales was my studio. So okay. soft spoken ATX, Jurant uh, Entertainment in Austin. The studio was a block away from me, and then the bars were all. Just, if you walk out to the right, there's a bar. A little bit, there's a bar. There's a bar. Then you're on the east side, all the bars. Yeah. And then across the highway, Dirty Six, and then even further, West Six. So every damn bar that I would go to was on my street. It's a lot of that's, that's so much, much drinking. It wasn't like I like to drink. I just like to be with my people and right, shit. Right, so. right. 
it was an opportunity for me, two birds and one stone, what I said. Cutting that shit out let me cut up a lot of time that I was able to get back for myself. And when I did go back, a lot of the people, not to know, shout out, I love you if I love you, but if I don't, fuck you, you know? There was a lot of people that I realized I didn't like to be around in Austin yeah. that were just fucking used and abused and like mm-hmm. really just wanted to hook up. And even myself, I admit, if you bartended for me when I was bullshitting and drinking, I, I apologize. They would hook it up all day long and I'd just be trashed out. Yeah. You got to spread love and like send love back when people do that. I was getting too many free drinks downtown and shit. So when I cut out all the drinking, all the extra people that were just around for that free shit cut out too. And I was like, thank y'all. Yeah. Man, y'all did me a favor. You know, like I don't have to worry about this shit. I'm not trying to people please anymore. For sure. I guess I'll go record. I guess I'll, you know, like I freed my own bullshit up with just that one little thing, man. No, I love that, man. That's, that's the way to do it really. Just uh, keep yourself busy. Yeah. Do some other shit. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about Jurnt. You mentioned that. Jurnt is the label I'm currently signed to. Yeah. Uh, you got No Offense, uh, A&R's CEO, top producer out there. Uh, Moody Banks is signed to that record label. She's an amazing artist as well. Uh, Thelonious Love, Bombay the Rapper out of Houston. I mean, it's just, that's chock full of, of different personas and personalities all under one roof. Yeah, yeah. So, so the Jarrett family's a tight family. Okay, because I was they, curious. They stay busy in Austin and whatnot. I saw you doing a couple features with Thelonious. So I guess I guess yeah, y'all Theo. all yeah y'all yeah, are all Theo, on the same same label same yeah. label but that's like my brother man like Theo's been there for me for a lot of stuff we used yeah. to live together back in Austin for a little while and it's just cool to get a, you know a couple songs with your people like that. Absolutely, yo! I just want to toss this out there real quick. That first class cover you did, uh, that's tight. You fuck with it? Yeah. That's, that's that, the whole thing in itself. So I used to be in a metal band called Concept. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. I was signed to Stay Sick Records. Okay. Stay Sick is like uh, people that know metal, like Attila. Attila, like Franz. I loved Attila, Attila back. It was yeah. Franz was my boss. That was like our label head. Uh, oh, he shit. signed us. Yeah. So like Attila, Attila, like yeah, Attila, Attila. Stay Sick oh, Records was his stuff. Hard, you never seen Franz on a shit and be like, if you guys like Alien Hoodie, swipe up right now. And I'd say, that, that was, yes. those are, you know, just our dad's Alien Hoodies, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was a cool ass dude. He got the metal band signed with their with their label, and that was a, a fun experience. But the thing was, with the Midas Love stuff, is I started doing the solo music, and it's just really hard without constantly releasing sure. to get traction yeah and i had lost some traction and i wanted to try something so i got together with some of the old dudes from the metal shit yeah i was like hey let's you know let's release a cover really he had pushed the other vocalists had pushed on me to do it too as well so we were back and forth it wasn't just me but i was like hey let's do a cover and let's put our solo names on it yeah and release it through the the band spotify and see what happens it's a good idea so we did and it, it, it helped for a little bit but it just showed me that it's a sporadic instantaneous thing mm-hmm. i got my my monthlies from like a thousand or two thousand up to like seven eight thousand with one post nice and then we did it the following month again and it went back up and dropped down so now we know if we want to drop something and just get a little bit more views on it or get a little bit more of a head playroom on it Go ahead and drop something like that. So I'm trying to trickle people from my old metals following onto the solo stuff. That's a good idea. You're gonna man. lose people along the way, but yeah. If I don't put it out there, how are they gonna know? They might. No, I love it, man. I, is that? Are you just doing the high vocals on that track? Is okay. I'm singing. I'm, I'm, none of the screaming stuff is me on the right covers, on. really. That's awesome, dude. You also did Wow too, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah. did Wow first. Wow was the one that did better. Wow did way better than uh, First Class, really? but uh, First Class was fun too, and it was a tight. It's crazy. We did that cover, and then, like, I, f- I didn't realize how much they were going to make that a radio song. I heard it 
everywhere. Everywhere, that, dude. <laughs> See, I, th- I was curious if y'all were just trying to ride the coattail of that popularity on that song. Or... Yeah, but that's that's the idea of when you do covers. You want to yeah. try to do something first before someone else did it type exactly. shit. And I'm like, I'm procrastinating a little bit. So we slacked on it and released it a little later. But especially the WoW cover. The WoW was like <laughs> two years later yeah, than it right, came right. out. But... Wow, bang for us. They're still great really tracks, it. dude. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, I it's fuck fun with it. Your, your highs over those screams sound nice. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Mean, and I guess it, it, it goes, y'all all mesh really well because you used to be a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, so. it works. It makes sense. Fuck yeah, man. It was fun. Shit. <laughs> but, so let me bring y'all back um, just to kind of get both y'all involved here. How do you usually, um, in like the grand aspect of like time in your life, how do you go about experiencing time day to day? Is it like a something you think about is it like a constant pressure or you just don't even think about it yeah i think about time i mean time is money right but time is also life you know we're only here for a certain amount of time you gotta make the most of it while you're here so it's about sacrificing your time or even making time work for you and you know finding out how you can make the most of the time that we have we all have 24 hours you know, nobody's 25 unless you're counting weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, everybody's got the same 24, and it's just all about what you do with it and how you balance it. And that's something definitely I've struggled with is balancing that, especially, like, that work-life balance. Like, people say that, you know, and you think, oh, yeah, well, I just have to grind, grind, grind right now. But, I mean, dude, if you're just grinding, 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 you're not enjoying life, then what the hell are you really doing? Right, right. You know I, I feel you. You got to be able to sit back and enjoy just living. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you don't really think about time too much? Oh, I definitely think about time all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just one of those things where you, I just have to remind myself. like To touch on what you said, like, for me. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Not to get too comfortable that way. Yeah, yeah. Time is literally, it's it's so important in an aspect of like what you're, you know, project wise, base to base. I break it down into like smaller of what needs to get done and this and that. So I feel like I'm always trying to uh, maximize efficiency mm-hmm. for like pack as much as I can into my time. Like today, I told you I was I was worried about us being able to get this done because I have a session session, you know, like. After. I love that though. When, when I book people and they tell me stuff like that, I'm like, oh yeah, you're busy. I yeah. like that. Well, we're you trying to be, that. and I, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I'll be on this motherfucker's phone every day, be like, yeah. can I? And he'd be like, I got this today, or I got. He's just as busy as I am, but you, you have to yeah, stay tapped good. in with your homies and stuff. Yeah. Push them, press them. They'll press and push you. Make Absolutely. sure that you guys can. If there's a nook that's open, take that nook and use oh, it yeah. as, use it as an opportunity to, to further yourself. Yeah. Always find time to progress and further. Like he's saying, the big key of time is about taking the uh, the initiative to make time. Mm-hmm. Like you, we all have it. It's a weird concept that you have to make something you already have. Like it's there, but oh, yeah. what were you gonna do with it yeah. already? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That that my, I, I'm not talking out of like, and people can't understand what's in my head 100. percent But what I'm getting at is. You might have something you have to do or you need to do. If you don't go ahead and just figure out the time to do that, all you're going to do is overload yourself with another thing that you have to do. And then yeah. that other little thing. It's just snowballs. Yeah, so take yeah. the little things that you can get done, try to group them in together, and do those little things together. Yeah. Two birds, one stone as much as you can. Stay ready. Fucking, yeah, stay busy. Yeah. Stay busy. Thursday's off. I don't look at Thursday and be like, I don't have a free day Thursday. I got a free day. I look at 
hey, can you meet Thursday? Yeah. Can you meet Thursday? Can you? I got two, three Ashes and my boy uh, 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 Drew the Baboon meeting with us tomorrow at the studio after my client that was on the phone earlier, Brandon, shows up and we run our session to help him get his thing started. After right. I move. After, <laughs> after, after he moves to his new move. spot. Bro, he's, yeah. he's got, I, I'm a toot for us right now. I really, really, really appreciate being able to work with somebody that is as hungry as I am right now. Oh, dude, the same, man. Me, it, man. me and Jake, man, we're on the same fucking wavelength, man, as far shout as. Shout out, Jake. Sound, yeah, shout out, Jake. We talk daily, Hammers. like you're saying. You got to be in constant contact. It is. Oh, yeah. Music be. videos. Yeah. What y'all need? Jake got y'all. Man. All that. Oh, yeah, me and my, me and my, so I have one partner at the studio. Uh, shout out, Cole. But, I mean, he and I are talking every day. He's like, injured right now. <laughs> he's not injured right now. He's fine. I saw, um, I saw some gauze. I'm not going to lie. I saw some gauze. I don't know what happened. Yeah, he cut himself at the bar a few weeks ago. First cuts the deepest. The first cuts the deepest. Gauze is still at the studio. Um, <laughs> Shout out injured Cole. But, uh, but yeah. Get man, back to 100%. Con- he and I are in constant communication. I mean, like, he's probably texting me right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking all the time. You have to, man. You have to yeah. be on that same wavelength. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely, man. Yeah, Tom, that's a great, that's a great question, though, for real. Yeah, I guess some pretty Tom good answers out of it. It's something that's always on my mind, but, like, in my heart, it's like, as soon as something pops up, I just create something for it, mm-hmm. or I'll fill yeah. it up. It's like, imagine, like, time for me is a sponge, and I got all this yep. extra juice from different areas. I could try to fill that sponge up as much as I can. I feel you. Because once you wring that bitch out, that's all your success so that's yeah. all your uh, accomplishments you know yeah. what i'm saying and then you fill that sponge back up the next day day to day did, did if you... i don't got something to live for like a show coming up or something i'm lost bro you just feel weird yes like yeah. what am i supposed to do like you can only go to the studio and make so many songs in a, unless you have a mm-hmm. project to put them in or you're writing for this reason or yeah. you're meeting with her or him or whatever i got to have structure time is nothing without structure did y'all see that we had like the shortest day ever a couple months ago? No, I know the longest day is like June twenty first. Yeah, so like there was an there's an atomic clock in Colorado that recorded the <laughs> shortest day we've ever had on Earth. How long was it? I mean, like less than a second short of twenty four hours. I thought, but I, I, I thought mean, every like, like every year <laughs> I thought we gained yeah like, so like half like, a quarter of a day or something. Jackery. Of time is we're gaining more time, but we also, in the flip side, have the shortest day we've ever That's had. That's weird. Earth is actually shaped like a peanut M&M, so like, I feel like every so many billion years, that little curve of the nut just like catches and then like times. <laughs> <laughs> Life's like a box of chocolates. Oh, shit. Except I, I think with, they call that the procession with, of the equinox. With COVID. No, they call that Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Exception of the that's that band, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're talking about you're talking about exception a, of the equinox. Yeah. That's actually a pretty cool band name. Actually. That's a P O T E. Uh, if you want to pot, yeah, pot. Bro, I saw, I was watching Joe Rogan today, and Dave Mustaine was on there, and they were talking about this cool band names, and they came up with Sex Hex. And I was like, damn, that's a dope band Sex name. Hex? Sex Hex. Sex Hex. Yeah. Magical. It's a, yeah. It's a dope my, metal uh, band. My first band name. I was 12. Our, our, uh, Fuck 12. Right? <laughs> when I was 11, I turned 13. I ain't never been 12. <laughs> Shout out, Javon. Um, but um, no, my first band name was Grandma's Saggy Boobs. Okay. It's a real thing. And I went to a Catholic school. And our my first show I ever played was at our Catholic school carnival. Well, obviously, we couldn't be called Grandma's Saggy Boobs. Yeah. So we kept the initials, and we just went by Good Sounding Band instead. 
That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So GSB. 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 My boys Harry Hayes and Ethan Warland. Ethan's still on the music tip. I haven't talked to That's Harry. That's wild. Yeah. Grandma yeah. Saggy boob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethan, man, he, he used to play with uh, Rache whenever Mike Mitchell and Ben Hickson were still in Dallas. Okay. Bunch of Booker T kids, man. Man, that's about as good as a Tony Hawk's taint, taint stick. Yeah. <laughs> that's another band. Oh, my favorite band name I've ever seen uh, is the Ellen DeGenerates. That's dope. I like that. Yeah, Ellen it's Degenerate. It's That's a metal right. band. Yeah, the oh, yeah. Ellen Degenerate. My buddy in yeah. Austin is a rapper. You're in that band. Shout out to this one's for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a rapper in Austin and goes by Elon Degenerate or some shit. Like right. That. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a whole ass like. Yeah. Right there. Maybe they should do a tour together. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I'm, it's a metal band. I'm kind of curious uh, since you're uh, representing artists now, so I'm curious your opinion on this. Do you think labels should be uh, held liable for situations like Juice World and Peep and Mac Miller? The label? Yeah. It's really hard. Because they're they're That's... signed. They're they're technically an employee for Correct. that for them. Um, and if you were to have an overdose at work at Walmart or something, they're kind of liable for you. Yeah, but if you well, it depends. Do if you're drugs in... at Walmart. It's situational, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's it's um. Well, it's a tax thing too, right? If you're a W two employee, if you're an I nine independent contractor. Do you think that the label should be involved at all in that? Well, if they're gonna do that, then uh, the labels need to be involved with finding these fucking narcotics that people think that they need to take and test them before their fucking artists right? get involved with it. So, like, honestly. I don't know if the label is to be blamed for, but I do think the label could have a part in making sure that the safety of the so they know it's kind of a slippery slope. They know who they're. Slippery slope. They obviously yeah. know who they're getting involved and with. Shout out! Shout out to everybody you said, Juice, Peep, and Mac. Like all them people gone too soon. Yeah. But you know, like that's the same thing if we talk about, you know, like. Did Peep actually? He was on tour, right? When he, he was passed? on tour, died on yeah. the bus. So all those guys were definitely on tour and were on. Mac was at Mac home. was at home, right? Yeah. It's the same. I feel the same thing of like you could literally blame label industry. You could, we could always blame anybody for anything. I mean, like XXX shot yeah. Nipsey shot had nothing to do with what was going on. That's outside of shit, but because of who these people were, because of their lifestyle, and because of being in the industry, these things come. Anybody that that takes up artistry at a national level like that, or let's say a world level, you know what I'm saying? Not just being in the country, outside. These motherfuckers were known places. There's a world that you get into that's really taboo, and like you run the risk of crazy shit happening. And anytime that you use drugs or that you fuck with drugs and shit, you run a risk of some crazy shit happening. So everything to me is on a personal level of that's a, a human being's decision. Yeah. And anything outside of that, it's like your player, you know, like your 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 team player. He might be hurt, and they can give him some steroids so he could play through his hurt. But do you want him next year? Do you want him to hurt himself worse? Yeah. You know, like as a as a team member. You would want to go out to your homie and be like, man, I don't think you should do this. Or as a coach, you might be like, you're benched. You're not playing right now. You got to you creating a safe environment for your artists and stuff like that. That's as far as I would go to blame a label. But, it's, you know, I don't know. It's personal. I think it's all on the, the artists and the individuals themselves. And it's really sad. Some stories are just sad. Some stories are happy, you know. It sucks that some of the greatest greats of great ended with a sad story. But thus is life. Yeah, no, I agree with you though, man. Because those those uh, those label reps kind of they know who they're getting involved with. 
They know their lifestyle. They know what they're up to. To a certain extent, they're okay with it. You know, so if they're okay with putting their money behind that and investing in that and everything, so, I mean... That's another good question. I mean, shit, man, I'm not signed. I've done drugs before, you know. Just because you're signed doesn't mean you're going to do drugs now. (coughs) Right. You know? Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, it's just, it's life, you know. These are human beings we're talking about. It's not just a product. You know what I mean? Yeah. As much as you can sell Mac Miller or Lil Peep or Juice World, like, there are human beings behind, behind the image, behind the brand. To dip further, like, what you're saying right now on some shit, if, if a label... Is specifically building this character up and supplying a person with something. So that's and different. Just dangling it in front of them yeah. and shit. They're just as much at fault as that personal that personal decision that that person yeah. made. Who was a little Zan trying to say that? Point, yeah, you're trying. Yeah, he said his manager to, was feeding. What I was talking about earlier with branding. You're branding someone as that and creating this image that they have to uphold and they have to keep up right. with. Right. I don't agree with that. See, that's different. Yeah, it's a different yeah. situation yeah. altogether. I mean, even in like the first, like we don't have to get too deep into it. This would be a long podcast if we did, but <laughs> early hip hop and shit, like what was going on is just like it was murder, murder, murder with, with like it was something that was pushed. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that at one point this shit was all underground. Everything was, you know, until you until it starts being a thing. What's out in the open is what was pushed, and they pushed that. They pushed that. The uh, the Still getting pushed. Yeah, yeah, the whole the money, money, murder, murder, whatever. Like that's the actual. That's uh, a lane. It's marketing. Demographic. Yeah, yeah, demographic. Yeah, bro. Uh-huh. Fuck, I've been too many words in my head. If you're if you're selling and trying to sell that product and marketing something as that, like you're pushing that shit, you are at fault. Oh yeah. A lot of these motherfuckers' deaths, I would blame some of these early ass record labels on for sure. Tupac, yeah. Biggie. Yeah. So if Suge, Suge, dude, Suge should be locked is he up. He is locked I think up. He's, he's locked up, right? That's what he's saying. He should be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He ran over some chick. I think he's back locked up again. <clears throat> he ran over her. Yeah. He ran over some What's girl in the parking lot. Oh. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Who cares? <laughs> Cash App didn't go. Still right, got so. run over. <laughs> what was that? Keep it I know who really shot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you? Did you know? <laughs> so kind of... Oh, my bad, I left my jewel. I to wrap this up, man, uh, if y'all weren't doing music, what else would y'all be doing? Golf. Deadass. Golf? Bro, Golf. Swear to God. If I could, bro, if I had to pick one other profession, I'd be a pro golfer. Golf. Both of y'all golf? Oh, dude, 10 golf. out of 10. You want... Bro. I've never just, played. You're just swinging yeah, clubs, and the thing about golf is their demographic is just like rich, old white people. Yeah. So all the sponsors are like... Brightling and Rolex and NetJets. So, I mean, you're just like... Well, there, it's rich people in general. There's a lot of people involved yeah, with golf. Golf's, uh, golf's an expensive sport. And it's it actually is. expanding, you know. It's, it's becoming more accessible to people, which is great. Like, yeah. my self, you know. Um, you can go out and play for 30 bucks, But it's a high barrier to entry, but it's also, like, they have the best sponsors. Yeah. And I, golf, I put it to you, it's like, time. golf? <laughs> my, my grandpa put it to me. He's passed away since. But uh, uh, D. Williams, he said... Why the hell you gonna fuck around with all this other shit? You can play this sport until you're 80 years old. Yeah. He said, "Get into a hobby you can actually enjoy your whole life." And I was like, "All right, good point, good point, Papa. That's yeah. that's good." Point. I mean, I'm saying this is a dream job. I'm nowhere near good enough at golf to actually be professional. That shit's right. really hard. I'd probably run a restaurant or something. Y'all both said golf quick though. I mean, I he's right. Golf is tight. Yeah. <laughs> my boy, that's a, that's a positive trigger. That's what it's like. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, four. 
No, I just I just played golf on Sunday. Okay, yeah. right on. Yeah, yeah. What other sport do you get to ride around in a little in a little fucking? It's, I mean, if like it's the only baseball, place you can legally drink and drive. Right. right. Yeah. And I don't drink, but like I'm not even talking about the golf carts. Uh, golf joke. No one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. Okay. Yeah, drink and drive. Okay. We don't support drinking and driving. No, don't drink and drive, kids. Very bad. For you. Unless drink liquid death and drive. Unless you're leaving yeah. a golf course. <laughs> You gotta get home. You gotta <laughs> yeah, drink liquid death. <laughs> drink liquid death. Can't leave death. your car at the golf course. <laughs> Just can't leave it there. I mean, I can't say I haven't. Hey guys, this has been fun as fuck. Dude, it really. Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. it yeah, yeah. It was, it was a good vibe. Man, we didn't talk that much about Golden Rule. That's my bad. We changed. Let's get into it, man. To end off with all that shit, yeah. Golden Rule is a very important album to me. We have a lot of new music coming out with yes. new artists and shit, but Golden Rule and Dialogue will always be like. Rock, rock, my homie. That's where we started off as a solo career, so I'm super grateful for that, and I'm grateful for all the people that picked it up or listened to it or fuck with it on the regular. Like, thank y'all for real, because yeah. like my music is like what I do. Yeah, I mean, really, if, if it wasn't golf, I don't know what the answer to that question. Is. <laughs> you, you just know? got two. <laughs> yeah, real two talk. things: music Angels and golf. Plug, go listen to Angels. Or Legos. I fuck with Legos. Nobody knows this shit. I think that like Legos are the, the coolest shit that ever. Yeah, Tech Decks fly. He'd probably be a he'd probably be a sponsored Tech Decks. I would basically take any child that thought they were about to get some type of like uh, scholarship with like Tech Deck competition. Yeah. I'll be beating your kid's ass. That's what I'd be He'll flipping them to fucking. Uh, I don't know. What's the new Applebee's we found? Moxie's. Oh, Moxie's, yeah. the Canadian Applebee's. Yeah. yeah. Moxie's is the Canadian Applebee's for those of you yeah. that thought it was just great, some. Great. Fancy restaurant. They don't have Dollar Ziggin Box, but I don't drink, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Who's in on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. See you. Right, no. <coughs> Not for real. Y'all check out Golden Rule, though. I, I really dig the song uh, Change, Senseless, Forget Me Not. Sounds like a radio hit. Y'all, y'all get out there and check it out. Stream them. All that shit. Thank you, brother. Hit your boy up for some studio session. Yes, sir. Uh, anything else I'd like to throw out there real quick? Shit, y'all want to follow me on Instagram? That's something I do still keep up with. It's mightaswell.getit, M-I-D-A-S-W-E-L-L dot G-E-T-I-T. Mightaswell.getit. Uh, you want to talk about Trillico's? Yeah. Uh, Trillico Studios, so it's Trillico Dallas on Instagram, T-R-I-L-L, Trill, I-C-O. Dallas on Instagram. My personal is Mercy DTX, like Mercy Dallas, Texas. Hell so, yeah. Born and raised, man. Gotta gotta represent. Got to, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. All right, guys. This has been another awesome episode. Y'all like and describe. Follow us on everything. Might as well. Mercy. Thanks, guys. Y'all subscribe, man. Yeah. Y'all subscribe to oh, the yeah. boy. He's yeah. putting, What's he's, up with homie, that? Homie's putting that? in the word. Yeah. What's uh, let me let me ask you a question. What's up with the name? Because I fuck with it. Right. I love this. Yeah, so like 10 years ago, I was doing like videographer work yeah. and like editing videos and music videos for shit. And uh, that was kind of like my moniker for editing videos. It was, yeah. I would just throw it on the at the end of the video like in the credits and shit. It, that was just my name. What's up with that? Hell yeah. I like that yeah. though, man. That's cool. What's I really, up with that? I really, I really, really, really can't wait to see where you go with this, man. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Keep it up, bro. This yeah. fire. This guy's the next Joe Rogan. Hey, for real. Hey. But my, minus the bald head. <laughs> and there's no bug. You don't have to eat bugs when you come on the show. But yeah, no like, fear factor. You shit. can if yeah. you bring your own bugs. You definitely it's hey, we'll, it's BYOB for yeah. sure. Yeah, bring, bring your, your own, own bugs, bugs, but you can eat them here. Yes, please. We'll film it and throw it on YouTube. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all take it easy. Later. If you'd like to see raw, unedited live episodes, follow us on Twitch at Twitch.tv/What'sUpWithThat. To watch full episodes of What's Up With That, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash what's up with that.
I'm about to murder everyone you love or have ever cared about. Call me back. Oh, you need me, you've been 